All right, we are back. Episode four, Chemical Balance Podcast. Uh, two usual suspects here today, pun intended, Danny Lanigan, um, who's not here. Uh, Habs, Tui, say hello. Well, don't say hello. <laughs> Habs, you, right, uh, yeah, yeah, you said you wanted to go first. Yeah, I would. You said you wanted to go first. Oh, Habs is gone. Listening? He he's gone. Is he gone again? Yeah. Oh, he's gone. He he did this last week too. This is the All start right. of every episode. No, so so we're just gonna go with it this week too. We forget this. We're not starting over. We did this last week. If you guys listening, yeah, yeah, week, two, the last episode, not last week. We did this and have as we just literally as we start, we do a little countdown: three, two, one, and then we go. And Habs disappears. He did it last week, last time, last episode, and now we did it again. I think yeah, well, our we, fearless leader uh, Bridgio, who you're gonna meet in a second if Habs ever gets back on. Um. Have you there now, man, or, or no? I'll be here. All right, yeah, yeah. We, we were shitting on you well, for a second, for disappearing again. I never left. You never left. We saw you leave. <laughs> um, so I was trying to nah. say hi, because you said you wanted to go first, so obviously you're here. That's all that matters. We took of a one-week hiatus, so he needs to get course. warmed up again. I'm here. Yeah, I yeah. never left. Mid-season form. It's mid-season form, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we already did the intro. We're going right into it. Uh, you've heard us talk about this kid. Adam Briggio is his full name. He's actually the man behind the scenes that uh, makes us sound a lot better than we are. Puts together all the clips and all that stuff. Uh, Briggio, say hello. Hello, hello. I'm anxious to see how the fat I, I don't know. Yo, if man, at this, at this point, do you're doing it on purpose. Like, it's got to have something to do with halves. Um <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. I uh, did not mean to do. I did not mean to do that that time. I'm actually trying to just figure out how to like make it so it's only this app on my phone right now. It's you're doing that now. You, this is, you're doing that now. That's a good, good time to do it, pal. <laughs> hey, what? How was your Christmas, buddy? Did, what give me a what happened? Did the Grinch come and said a Santa Claus? Like what happened over there? No. Uh, right. At my house, I had a good Christmas. Honestly, how was your Christmas, Boomer? It, it was good, man. It was good. You Santa brought me cornhole bags, so it was great. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Are you in a league, Boomer? I think I saw. <laughs> yeah, I do a league. Uh, I play. I played in a tournament last night. Uh, played in one Tuesday. Playing in one tomorrow. Um, oh, that's nice. Oh, so you're legit. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting there. We're trying. There's uh, there's some pro league opens. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever see it on TV. The ACL leagues that you see on ESPN. If you ever on, if you guys are ever mm-hmm. <laughs> up at midnight for some reason, put on ESPN or ESPN two. You'll probably stumble into it those guys are pro i'm not like that but um oh, i was just about to ask are you like pro certified no 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 ways to go for that um oh, okay. so this I would is like say, a, it's like a gary dart situation yeah so like a pro the guys you see on tv i'll just give you a quick boring rundown of how it goes probably you're shooting like almost nines out of like a possible 12 every round um I'm probably like a, I don't know, six or a seven, which is like very good backyard. That's I'll smoke, awesome. I'll smoke, I'll smoke 90% of you guys in the backyard, but like there's another guy and like my buddies all do it. So they're all really good. Um, Speaking of smoking of buddies, people, Habs, have you played anybody in chess since our last talk? Yeah, good call. Um, I played a kid on the wrestling team that I coach and he beat me in five moves. Gee. <laughs> so then you retired. That was a, but in fairness, if anyone knows anything about chess, he had a 2000 rating. So if anyone knows what that means, that's like really, really, really good. 
what's that means I'm like, scale of like one, on a scale of one to ten, what's a what's a two thousand? Like if, in wiffle ball terms, he's like a Norris. Okay, so he's as good as okay. it gets. Yeah, he's like top tier. So like, I'm still like put some respect on my name. <laughs> like I had I I had a horrible opening, and I'm still waiting for my rematch. I will admit it was horrible, but I had a horrible opening move that just set me up for failure. Well, get your rematch and report back because you told us you were a ringer, and the first thing you say is you lost in five moves. So, listen, I'm an honest man at the end of the day. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you guys and tell you that I won. I lost. Yep. So we got sidetracked. We were supposed to be doing this whole intro for Bridge, um, and we and somehow we got sidetracked onto Christmas and uh, halves getting smoked in chess. But uh, interesting story, and I'll let Bridge. Do you want to tell the story? And this kind of goes full circle with Wiffle Ball since we're here now. Um, the house that Matty Griff, who's quite famous on this uh, podcast, he should come on someday. Uh, that he lives at and bought now, um, Bridge grew up in. So, I mean, talk about kind of things coming full circle. But, Bridge, go ahead. Tell us about yourself, wherever, whatever you want to go with it. Yeah, sure. Fire away, go. So I started playing Golden Stick when I was about 12 years old, playing for the Raiders. And then eventually I played like a comeback cup with uh, the Canines and uh, Goodman and Cody. We ended up winning that, and then it kind of – Stop playing for a little bit so I could play like high school baseball and travel baseball and all that. And then just kind of recently, I started like playing more full time and now playing for 603 for these past like three years now and for the foreseeable future, I would say. Like going to like the Maddie house, I guess. I think it was maybe a year or two years ago. I got like an Instagram DM from him. And he was like, and on like one of the billing statements or like titles or something, it had my dad's name on it. And he was like, is your dad John Briggio? And I was like, yeah, it is. He goes, oh, well, I currently live in your house. And <laughs> like I've only lived in one other house. So yeah, I knew exactly where it was. Wow. But it, it couldn't be more perfect either because for anyone that doesn't know, Maddie's obsessed with Briggio. And he coined the term Brigio Fox and Lopes Cuddles. Yes, that is currently branded by Black Dog. <laughs> that was Maddie. Wow, that, that makes a lot of sense. So it couldn't yeah, it be a, a better person to have the trade off of houses with. <laughs> yeah, make sure you get your shirt at Font Guys Apparel. There you go. Look at Bridge. Out <laughs> <laughs> a boy. Way to kiss their ass. Um, all right, anything Did else? We do it enough on this podcast. Is there anything you want to promote about like what you do? Like, cause you kind of make this thing go from behind the scenes. How do you like know how to do all this stuff? I, I don't have a clue. I get on here and click a thing on my phone and start talking. But like, is there anything you want people to know about anything you can do for people that are trying to do podcasts or anything? Uh, so, I mean, this app that we use Podbean has been, it, I mean, they have great customer support and everything like that. So, I mean, any questions I have, I can always go, like I can just shoot them an email and they get back to me pretty quickly. And, I mean, I suggest using this app. I mean, right now we're just using, like, the free trial. So, obviously, like, use that, kind of get used to it, and then expand off of it. Because once you start paying money for it, it better have a good product associated with it, I would say. Cool. 
All right. Um, so little plan for tonight for you guys listening. We're going to do kind of a similar thing to the last episode. We did five questions with, uh, with twos and halves last time. Um, we're going to do, we're going to do some of that again. Um, but one thing we're, we're, I'm going to kind of mix it up. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, I see this a lot in, a lot in basketball at times where they kind of have start a player, bench a player and cut a player. Right. So later on in the show, we're not going to start with this, but later on, we're going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to name you three wiffle ball guys and you guys are going to, one that you're going to either like consider starting on the mound, pitching, batting first, and then you're going to name a second guy that's mm. going to come off the bench or come into relief. And then one guy you're going to actually have to cut from the team. Uh oh, someone's that. <laughs> Yeah. And, that's and like I a shootout. Yeah, and I can tell you the names. Like, like it's. Pre- I think you'll. You know, I have four different groups of names written down. Um, oh, that's sick. I like that. Yeah, uh-huh. and that they're pretty. They're like, you're gonna have. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna piss some people off. So that's good. Someone's feelings gonna be hurt. Yeah. So so we're gonna do that uh, a little bit later. We're gonna start before we get into that with uh, some roster news that I saw in the Instagram regarding Cobra Kai. Uh, Tui, I'm going to let you take it away from here. I'll let you kind of do a say who's on the team, how it came together, um, and uh, kind of go go from there. It's your team, so go. Yeah, so there's really not a ton to say. I mean, I've missed playing yard. Being in Arizona, it's been hard to obviously make it back for the summer or for nationals at the end of the summer, especially with United Wiffle and Fast Pitch. I want to be a part of that too, so kind of have to pick and choose where you get a chance to play. And Scott Thomas and Jimmy Flynn reached out to me and essentially have offered to pay to get me to Staten Island for Nationals next year. So the core roster is going to be the three of us with maybe adding one more for the season, depending on if Scott and Jimmy are able to play as a two-man or if I might be able to make it out to one. So... I think we're going to play it by ear for now. But honestly, I'm really pumped to play with Scott again. Um, I've never played with... Actually, no, I've played with Jimmy once in a like throw-together team national. So uh, excited to play with him, give him shit on the field like we always do. And uh should yep. be a fun weekend. I, I, I think it's ironic that uh, you got Jimmy and Scott together. Uh, you guys have you here for the time that they almost came to uh, Fisticuffs in one of our games when... Uh, Oh yeah, at uh, I think we were at the like the Wenham and Hamilton fields. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say the words that we used, but they they almost came to to blows and halves. I think you were on the team with uh, Jimmy, and uh, I was. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, it's just funny that if you guys remember that scene again, I'm not going to say the words that was said because it's not PG <laughs> thirteen. Um, on here, <laughs> I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but it was uh. Picture, picture you the worst you can think of, and that that those that that was being said. I actually thought there was there was going to be a few thrown. <laughs> um, yeah, but, it's actually uh, it's it's pretty cool too because uh, the last yard game that I played was the Massachusetts playoffs uh, two years ago. So I was with seventh floor crew, and it was the first year of Cobra Kai, and. I started the game against Cobra Kai, and in my opinion, I think it was maybe the best yard game I've ever pitched in my life between, like, fielding and, like, hitting spots and actually being able to throw a knuckleball. Yep. Uh, we, we ended up losing the game, which was a tough way to go out, but it's kind of funny to now circle back, and now I'm going to be on Cobra Kai, and we're going to take another hack at things. So it's kind of interesting yeah, how things play out. That's awesome. That's uh, That's good. It's a good team. I mean, you know. 
you're gonna <laughs> see what happens. That's cool that you're. Uh, so they're gonna pay. That's cool that they're gonna pay for you, and you're gonna come out there. That that work. That's especially in your situation, right? Because yeah, like that's the only and... way that I can because I'm in so much debt with school and everything. It's it's really uh, hard to it. make trips out. So it's definitely appreciated, and I'm super excited just to play some whiffs. Awesome, Habs. What do you think of that roster? I think they're all trash. <laughs> well, we'll see. If Jimmy could throw a knuckleball, we'll be pretty good. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday. I think that uh, roster is garbage, to be honest. Every single one of them, top to bottom. This guy, fucking Habs, man. You are, you are. A, I can't wait. I can't wait. So we'll get right into the first question. Habs, Habs, you're gonna go first. So kind of going in with Scott Thomas and Flynn, almost fighting each other that day. First question of the night to all you guys. Habs gonna start it off by request. If you ha- if you were going to get into a bar fight, um. We don't condone this. Do not go out to get into bar fights. Hell, hell yeah, we condone this. Shit happens. Uh, and you could pick one wiffle ball, one wiffle ball guy that you could get into a, you know, a bar fight. Well, on your side, not against. But who would you want on your side? On my side in a bar fight. Yes, in a bar fight. Who would you want to go be standing next to you if you got into a bar fight? Nate Cruz on the Stompers. He's a okay. kickbox. He's a kickboxer. He kickbox. He's a kickboxing coach now at an MMA gym. I feel like me and him would do some damage. Okay, I like it. That's, That's a, good a pretty good pick. Twos. Well. I w- All right, so I'm not going to pick Scott Thomas because that's obvious, and we've already talked about Scott in this regard. But <laughs> I'm going to go with Zach Thompson for anyone that remembers him. He was like a wild man on the mound. You're a psycho. And on the field, no matter what. So I honestly, I would be terrified if I was on the other side of a fight with him. He, he's Good the choice. type to just never stop punching you. Like, I remember seeing him, like, walk someone or give up a run and walking off the field, like, punching himself in the head because he was so pissed <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> unreal. Uh, Bridge, you got you got anyone? I'm not going to lie. Tui stole my pick. So, oh. for pure size, I don't know how he is in a bar or after anything. but It doesn't have to I, be size. You know, he can be 5'5". Five, Bridge, five, are you even old enough pounds. to be in a bar? No, not yet, but for pure size, <laughs> I got to go with the polar bear. Ooh. Oh. I don't yeah. know how he is after hours, but. Wow. Are yeah. you talking about Gary? Yep. Gary's getting faded up by anyone. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I mean, yeah, I guess if you go in size, I guess that's a interesting <laughs> selection. Um that wouldn't even be the first one that I would pick out of, like, the, the 603 guys. I wouldn't even go with him. <laughs> he might even be the second one. He might be in my top five guys that I wouldn't want to be in a bar fight with. I would. I actually wouldn't mind if he was standing against me against the bar fight. Because I'd be like, all right, I got to sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just make a move for, like, 30 seconds before you start it, and he'll be out of breath. So, <laughs> um, all right. But that, hey. That's size wise, he's got it. You never know. One lucky punch, and he's he's, he's putting someone down. I'm sure. Uh, I'm gonna go with kind of an old school guy that has. A, I don't know. Twos, you'll probably know this guy. Um, 
He goes by the name Captain Josh Bellinger. Oh, oh, I didn't even think of the Captain. Yeah. Um, I he mean, does he's, like he's into, MMA, doesn't he, or he something does, like he does. that? He does. He does MMA, and, and I think he does a little boxing. Is it Belanger? Belanger, yep, Belanger, yeah. yep. Uh, um, you know I'm giving yeah. Belanger the fade one-on-one, too. Come on. He's a – dude, he's a he's – a, I mean, he's a good dude if you guys don't know him, but he he's – when he's – I feel like just – I've never actually seen him in a fight outside of, like, the MMA stuff. I mean, when I, I've never seen him in, like, a bar fight. But, like, you know he's got some moves, and I just kind of feel like if that guy saw red – like you're gonna want him next year. Like it's probably gonna know. be beneficial I've, to you. I've only I'm seen him ever, have. I've only seen him ever mess around with Lou, which has got to be a, the equivalent to wrestling a paper bag. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. Maybe um, he is a fossil now. But I don't know. I've seen. No, I don't I've think it matters, him. dude. That's a great pick. Yeah, right. I, I would. Put, I would are put him talking, up against any of the guys prime? you mentioned. Are we talking prime? I, I don't know. I, mean, not, I, not, I see him like winning fights in a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just literally just fought. If you fought, go look at his Facebook. He's probably training yeah, he's right probably, now, actually. He probably fought another 50 year old. If I'm not in so. the match, I saw him fight, but I mean, he, I don't even think he's even 50. I don't feel like he's 50. He might be getting close. I'm not, I don't remember how old he was. I played a season with him. I honestly already forgot about this. Talking about playing with Jimmy, listen, me, Habs, I can put, I can, I can <laughs> say, I'm, I'm hating on this. No reason. I'm I can promise you this. You, he would give me no matter who, you, no matter who he's going against. Maybe he won't win the fight, but you're gonna he's know you were in a fight, fight with him. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. you know what? I agree with you. I don't know why I'm fighting so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We need the back you're and right. forth. I just, you just picked the wrong, <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. No, my fault. Um. Before we get to the next question, I still else? think me and Nate Cruz are probably giving anybody. Why do I not know who Nate Cruz is? The Stompers. I'll have to go look him up. I, hmm. I mean, I believe you. Obviously, I, I don't know if I. I mean, I haven't been around for two years, so that's probably why. Is he a, Is he good at wiffle ball? So on a side note, he's a good hitter, from what I know. Yeah, I think okay. he's just like a pure hitter. He's not a pitcher or anything. Okay. I don't know. Walk, walk up to him and call him a bitch and see if he's good. <laughs> no, I'm good. With, I'm good I, with that. Yeah, I mean, the Stompers got the one seed in the tournament, so they must have been doing something right. Right, right, yeah. All right. So, go make, so, go. so Nate Cruz, I'm going to come see you this summer and uh, be a new best friend, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. All right. Uh, first, well, I guess second question of of the night. Um, Habs, you want to go first again? Sure. Or you want time to think about it? You don't know what I'm about to ask you right now, so this is kind of fun. Well, what do you want Yeah, ask me the question. Let me see. All right. Um, one rule, if you guys could change and make one rule change to the game of wiffle ball, what would it be? Anything you want to change? What is one rule change that you would make? Wow. Who wants to go first? That's a loaded question. Only one, Habs. You can't list off. This isn't the top five. This is one rule change that you think would, would make the game better. Whatever you think the rule should be. That would make have the you, game. Have you think about it. Tui, you're better thinking on your I, feet with this I've, stuff. I've got one. Yeah, if Danny's not mean, ready. Tui, go. Have you think? So I know, and even Lanigan talked about this on the podcast before you with how people always argue we want it to be kind of like baseball, but it's impossible to be exactly like that. Um, I really hate the like infield fly double play ball. And I think we 
uh, implemented an infield fly rule at UWIF this year, right? Yeah. Okay, but over the years, when just letting a pop-up drop in the infield and turning two off of that, yeah. that's it's such a devastating play to see go out as the hitting team. So I honestly forgot until talking about this that they made that change for UWIF, but prior to that, if there was a rule that I could change, it would be that one, I think. Okay. Uh, Bridge? Uh, I'm kind of thinking for, like, even yard. Like, it's so offensively minded nowadays. Like, even hitters, like, knuckleball or not knuckleball, still hit it out. Uh, Just a way to limit the offense and kind of make it more of a pitcher's game again. And whether it's, like, if you take a strike or something like that. I know some, like, leagues play with, like, a hole in the middle of the zone. And if you get it through the hole or something, it's just, like, an automatic out. I think something like yep. that to like limit offense or kind of do something like that would be pretty cool. So I was kind of similar to you, uh, Bridge. I would say bring back the rule where if you take a strike in yard, that it's an out. That will promote more people swinging, even on a 3-0 count. Like if it's mm-hmm. 3-0 and most people just put the bat in the ground, well, you better be ready to swing because if it's his own, you're out. Um, and that would be one that I would do. I think that kind of suits your purpose too bridge with uh, kind of helping out the, the pitching a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe makes the game go faster too. Cause I think one of the problems is some of the games just track kind of, no one really wants to spectator wise or be a part of a game. That's like 13, 12 and five innings and takes an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah. in yard. Nobody yeah. wants to see a bunch of walks too. Exactly. That sucks. That's the worst, you know, and, and I, I hate it and I know people have to do it, but there's nothing worse than in yard in a slow pitch game when people put the bat in their shoulder. And even on three zero, like I hate that. The whole point is to swing, mm-hmm. um, and I hate. And I know I get why. I'm not complaining about that. I just that's always, and I've done it. So, so who am I to say anything? It's just I don't know. Um, Habs, you got one yet? Or um, honestly, if I was gonna like, I really think the United Wiffle rules are like really like. I think they're good. I think they're solid. Like everything seems pretty fair. If I was going to take away one rule, is it what is this? Is this from like United Whiff only? No, it can just be one. What is one? It doesn't mean you have to take it away. You can add a rule, take away. If I was going to change anything, I would tell tell MAW that I personally think I don't like the two strikes. I don't think, I don't know who it's benefiting having a two strike format in fast pitch. It's not benefiting the pitchers, it's not benefiting the hitters. It's not benefiting people's arms either. Like, having two strikes is only going to make people want to throw more. It's not making the action in the game any better. Maybe it's moving the tournament along faster. I don't know. But I don't really – I'm a big – I'm big out on the two strikes in MAW. I really don't like that. But I think United Wiffle, I think they have those rules down absolutely perfect. If I was going to start – I would – take United Wiffle rules and I would put that. I think those rules are literally perfect. Do you think there should be like a limitation to what a player, a pitcher can pitch in a tournament? No. I don't know if no. you remember like in the old uh, golden stick days, it used to be like seven innings and a three game series. So, you, you know, you couldn't burn someone out. Like you couldn't let someone pitch. All no, that. I don't think so. Do you think there should be limitations? No, because if you're going to try to make it like if you had a pitcher on the MLB that could pitch three straight games without being hurt, 
they would pitch that guy three straight games. So what's the difference? I don't disagree. In I don't disagree. If somebody can three straight games and dominate all three games, then well, that's well, how you. Yeah, but protecting what you, the the idea is, you got to kind of protect, you know, the person against themselves. You know, like like have yeah. you're gonna pitch if your elbow is blown out and you can still go, you're gonna still go. Right, like I think any extent, of us would, for the most part, that same argument. That's like kind of what they're trying to do with MAW. They're like they're trying to protect people from the arms by doing two strikes. But it's like, who are you protecting? Whitener's still going to go out there and throw five games now because it's only two strikes. Right. It's no, like you're I, really, I, I, really yeah. not protecting anybody because these people are going to do this. The only people that are going to listen is the smart people because people are still going to go out there and throw more than they can actually throw. And, like, it's not preventing anything except for I think it's just taking a little bit away from, like, the actual action in the game. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Choose, what I do you think? Do you think there should be restrictions or, or not? I, I agree with Danny that I don't like the two strikes, but I disagree with your reasoning. I think it makes a difference for the pitchers. I think the majority of players will say pitch two games – and say, okay, like I pitched my two games or three games and be good. Not so much thinking about it as, oh, well, I've thrown one less pitch per each batter and want to go more, you know? So I yep. think in the long run, it probably does help the arms. But from a generic standpoint, I'm not a huge fan of the two strikes just because I feel like it cuts down on pitches that you get to see as a hitter and a little bit on the action. And I know a lot of guys in Moss still rake, but I don't know. I'm a fan of four balls, three strikes. I don't really like to mess with that much. No, but like to, I get what you're saying. Like what you're saying is, is like, like people are going to, pitchers are going to pitch how they, like if smart people are going to, they're going to pitch to their limit. But I'm saying like people are going to like, I personally think, like, with my arm right now, like, I could pitch two two fast-pitch games, like, four balls, three strikes. But if you put me in MAW and someone's like, has how many games can you pitch? I'm going to probably tell them I can pitch three games because it's only two strikes. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like your longevity just lasts a little bit more. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I, I think at the end of the gonna, day. But that's going to, like. It's going to affect everything. It's going to affect how you roster a team, how you do everything. So, like, I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. No, at the end of the day, I think it comes down to teammates protecting their guys' arms, pitchers being smart, protecting themselves above all. That's what it should Just be. because you can go out and pitch doesn't mean that you should. Right. That's what it should be. Knowing that's, what, that's what I think right. MAW was doing, like – we're trying to save these pitchers' arms by making them two strikes, and hopefully they're smart enough to save themselves by pitching two games in MAW and be like, "All right, I'm going to chill." Right. I get what you're saying. That's a that's a good uh, pick, though, that because that's a great topic to talk about. Um. All right. We'll we'll keep moving. We'll do uh we'll do one more, then we'll get into uh to the you know start start bench cut because I think that'll actually be be pretty fun. Um, just one Wiffler, one name a piece. Uh, the most intense Wiffle Ball player out there. Doesn't mean you have to play with. You could have played against him, played with him, any format. Who is the most intense guy that probably needs to have a beer or a volume when he plays? Uh, Habs, do you want to start with this one? Do you want me to start with Tui? Bridge? Anyone? 
most most intense guy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start telling you guys. Oh, I, I got people. one easy off the bat. Got one? It's T right, Go. Okay. It's T Wag without a doubt. <laughs> Anybody agree or disagree? Gamer, no, I agree. It's funny. I uh, for another question we're doing later, I I thought of him for for one of the things we're doing, and yeah, he is an intense. What was the question? <laughs> Question, what is the question? Perhaps you are fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> um, sorry, Bridge. Edit that out later. Uh, most intense wiffle ball player. Are you cut out for like half of it? I couldn't understand. Like half of it. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I most couldn't understand intense, like half of it. it the most intense oh, wiffle sorry. ball player out there. Who said T Wig? T Wig. Oh. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a beauty. Intense, yeah. T Wag, T Wag, probably. He's such a chill guy, but on the field, you know when he gets a hit. Like he means business all game, no matter what. Yeah. Bridge, you got one. Uh, I got to go apprentice. Oh, that's <laughs> a good pick too, actually. Ooh. Like. Even like the game he pitched against us in Pennsylvania, like like he was throwing hard and although I wasn't playing, like I could see it I could see the intensity in his eyes when he was like on the mound, just like staring into Hab's soul after he hit the bomb and like he's pretty intense. And I know Haverty was at yard. I don't know if you heard him screaming on Sunday, but like no, he went Collins into Colin's a keeper, yeah. Like I think he went into like 10 or 11 innings with like the screwballs on Sunday and it was like a zero zero game. And like, he was just, I mean, he was screaming all over the place, just trying to get one hit to push in one run or something. I mean, that was definitely a very intense moment. Colin's um, a good pick because I feel like years ago he used to be kind of like the goofy, like happy go lucky mm-hmm. kid on the mound but then that year with Black Dog that he went 3-0 and on the mound, he was different. And since then, he's been like that from what I've seen. Like, he's just a different guy on the mound. He's not taking shit. He's throwing strikes. He's getting the ball back, and he's ready to go again. Um, so I'm going to say two, na- uh, one, two names that are kind of old school and then one actual one just because uh, I, I just thought of them, actually, as you guys were talking. But if you guys ever uh, remember Justin and Judd Dana, as far as just like intense, always focused, never really cracked a smile. I don't think I ever saw them smile in 15 years. Um, just, yeah, they need, they definitely, they're, Jesus. But the one I'm going to mention, I just want to throw them out because I thought of them off the, uh, right now, literally as I was, you guys were going. But Ryan Foley would be the one that I would say the most. Intense, oh, that's another good pick. Um, was the one I had written down that I thought of earlier. He's, I mean, if you guys have ever seen him play, he's, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, he's just yeah. he's an he's a he's an animal out there. I, so that, I I played a full summer with Rye, and I think I heard him say five words on his team. Yeah, he doesn't just always focus. There's a couple of times where you know when he does, it's loud, like you know, silent kid. And then when he you know has a big strikeout, you'll hear him scream from like you know three streets down. Can we have um, uh, an honorable mention as the anti of this of question course. would be Pat yeah. Leahy? The anti. So you mean like someone that's cool, calm, and collective? <laughs> not necessarily cool, calm, and collected, but not 
serious. Like Pat's talk, having a conversation with you while he's pitching on the mound. Like yes, yes. <laughs> he's shooting the shit all game. So you know he does that on purpose, right? That's like part of his. Thing, oh yeah, yeah. To try, to try and throw you off his game, like he's he doesn't give a shit what you have to say when he's having that conversation. He's trying to get you off of focusing on what he's doing. Oh yeah, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, that's funny. I wish Pat, if you ever want to come on here, man. Um, you know, I think we've tried this four weeks in a row with him, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> over four. We'll just we'll make that be a tally. Over four with having Pat on the show. Um, you guys ready for these uh, to do this start start relief cut or start bench cut? Yeah, I'm excited for this one. All right, so just another quick rundown. If you weren't listening, you're just speeding up. I'm gonna give these guys three names. Wiffle ball guys. I'm going to try and do it by like pitchers, hitters overall, and then a couple of random categories as well to just get a bunch of different names out there. I'm going to name three guys. You have to either start them, hit them, like you're keeping them. They're your, they're your ace. They're your guy. Uh, another second guy is going to be your relief or pinch hitter. That's also on the team. And then the third guy you got to cut. He's off the roster. See you later. Um, so Boomer, those are, are we, are the three of us agreeing on this as a group or each of us? choosing um what no you can pick however no hopefully you don't agree you know i want you guys to hopefully you don't all just say oh no this this and this um well no that's what i'm saying if we have to as a group decide on three i feel like that's gonna yeah you know what you can do that you can do that you that's right all right you three so bridge even better too you you three have to i'm going to give you three names and you have to pick one that's going to start or bat first because one of the categories is going to be three hitters um the other one's got a pinch hit, and then you got to cut one. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll start with that. We'll start with the th- the first three guys I'm going to mention are, are basically all hitters. Um, obviously, some of them can pitch a little bit too. But for this for this thing, uh, they're going to be your main hitter, your number one guy. Uh, one guy's going to pinch hit, be off the bench, and the other guy you're cutting. Ready for the names? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, Whiffman. Uh, Gary Lavoie and Ben Stan. I'm for sure cutting Gary off the rip. Well, you guys have yeah, to Gary. agree. You can't. You can't just <laughs> yeah. cut him. You can't just cut someone. You guys can have we, to agree. Can we, can on we all agree? Can we all agree we're cutting Gary right now? Yeah, we're cutting yeah, Gary. Unfortunately. Stan's getting the start. This is great. This is the best. Yeah, and, this is the highlight. And, and Stan Bridge, starting is that. Bridge, when you do the clip of this, I have this be the first clip. So, Gary, here's everyone cutting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, too, if you guys that don't know Gary because you guys are younger, dude, Gary was, I mean, arguably the best hitter, one of the best top two or three hitters I've ever seen. And you guys are just cutting him like he sucks. So that's awesome. That's what he gets for giving us blue balls with the announcement, man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, now you gotta, one's got one's to start and one's got to come off the bench. With man and stand. I think we're starting Stant. Is that what we're, yeah, we're thinking? I think that's yeah. he's, get, he's getting his arm back now, too, I've been seeing. So. No, no, he's still trash. He doesn't have it. to pitch. He doesn't have to pitch. This is just Oh, just this hitting. is just he, hitting. He, he yep, yeah, he doesn't have to pitch. These guys don't have to pitch. He was going to pitch. He's still trash at pitching. I, I got to take Stant. <laughs> I'm taking right. Stant as number one hitter. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys want pitchers next, or do you want all around? We'll do Whatever pitchers, then we'll do all around. We'll yeah. uh, I'm saving one, three of these for, for last. Um, 
and I'll, I'll give you a little hint to the last one. Uh, Bridge, you're going to sit out the last one, and I'm going to be in this for you. Right. Maybe because you're <laughs> maybe probably because you're on the list. I'm on one of these lists. Uh, all right, pitches: Miguel Raff, Whitener, Cam Smith. Start. One can start the game. One can come in for relief, and the other one you have to cut. Ooh. <laughs> I I think Whitener should be the starter. Cam, I love you, dog, but I gotta cut you on this one. I and honestly, I agree with that, and it makes us sound like assholes because he's beat us the only two exactly. times we've played him. <laughs> but we gotta cut Cam. Yeah. <laughs> we, wow. I gotta cut you. I gotta cut you. And I, I wait. Who was it? Ryan McGarrett? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Whitener. Yep. Whitener's arsenal is just—he's different, man. I'm, I'm, start, I'm starting. I'm starting Whitener probably. Tui, wow. who are you starting? Yeah, Whitener. Yeah, I'm probably starting Whitener, then going with Galrath. I got to cut Cam Smith. I like okay. that. Cam, Cam, don't get mad at us. Don't beat us a third time. We don't need that. Cam, I cut myself <laughs> in that position too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you wouldn't. You'd start yourself. You're goddamn right. I want it. Um, all right, we'll keep moving along. This is kind of um, s- same thing. These are kind of glue guys that I think to uh, to, to most teams. Um, so I don't know how you want to do this start relief. I think they kind of all, you know, just someone that you want starting the game, someone that's going to come off the bench. And then the same thing, you got to cut someone. Uh, Rob Laundrieu, uh, big, big J, the lefty, Maddie's guy. He's been around for as long as I have doing this. I think he's one of the more clutcher kind of glue guys there is. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the previously mentioned uh, and for the intense conversation was Ty. So oh, I'm for, sure. I'm for sure cutting Laundrieu. Mm-hmm. Wait, so are we talking about like, – I feel like Laundrieu like, is like a, a glue guy that comes up clutch. Like that's what yeah, I'm trying like, to do. Yeah. He is, and he absolutely is, but not compared to those two guys. Is okay. this based on performance or like clubhouse guy? Kind of everything, just all around. Okay, everything. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't yeah. even call Jay. I would call Jay Jay a clutch like performer, right? Like I wouldn't even put him as a glue guy. I'd put him as like a clutch performer. Okay, I wouldn't. Okay, maybe glue guy I was the wrong. I wouldn't even put him no, in the conversation. To, no disrespect. I was trying to think of a, no, no but I was trying to think. I've seen him hit some clutch home runs though. I agree. So in the I final sixteen. In the final eight, in the final sixteen, not in like the finals. True. Like I mean, I that's know. why it's a debate. You guys are picking this, not me. I'm Wait, just so Habs, Habs, who do you who do you want then? Who it's Laundrieu, Jay, and who? Ty. Ty. Yeah, I'm I'm going Ty number one. Ty's won so many national titles with his bat alone. Then I'm going Jay, and then I'm definitely cutting Laundrieu. See, I kind of disagree. I want Jay as the starter. Dude, look at how many national titles Ty's won alone. Ty won the MVP of Fast Plastic two years in a row in Texas. I'm not saying he didn't. I would bet that Jay has more, and I almost guarantee this, has more wins overall over the course of – now Jay's played longer and is obviously older. But I think Jay has probably more wins over the course of the last 25 years than Ty. Than Ty? Because you don't know him. He definitely – Ty's got like nine national titles. Jay was winning tournaments in like the year 2000. Winning tournaments ago. and winning national titles are two different things. I agree. I'm not not disagreeing. Just playing devil's advocate. Um, also, no, I just well, think, don't sleep on Jay though. I think he's. A, he's I'm a, not sleeping on Jay. I have Jay. Guy. I have Jay as a clear number two. 
but I have Ty as like a very clear number one. Bridgio, help me out on this. I feel no, like Bridgio kind of. I definitely yeah. agree with Habs here. I Thank know. you. All right. See, All right. I guess maybe I'm wrong on this because I've never played on the same team as Ty. But when we're talking about like glue guy, clutch guy, I'm thinking about someone who both performs okay. and is in their teammates' ear giving tips about hitting and stuff like that. Because I've always seen Ty be so intense, maybe I've just missed him do things like that. But I guess that's sort of where I'm coming from, thinking I'd rather have Jay in my ear telling me looking for this spot, this pitch on this next at bat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I agree. I understand that side too. And I'm sorry, Laundry Group, man. I tried to get you into here. You know, I know you're a big pot of whiff, so I was trying to get involved here. But they just I Rob's a great one, too. One it's it's hard when the other two are J and T-Wag, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, you're, you know. You're not winning that. Fight. Most people aren't winning that battle against J and T-Wag. Well, I mean, he is the coop speaker, so. Yeah, obviously. That's a fact. Um. All right, we're going to do the uh, all-around list. Habs go last on this because I know who you're going to want to cut from this. But Jesus Christ, you're going last on this. Bridge and two, we take this to start with. Right. Uh, Kevin Norris, Josh Pagano, Jordan Robles. Oh God! <laughs> and I know how. I know we have. I know. I know. House, I know. I know. Two, you go first. All right, you know I'm leading this. Jesus. <laughs> you um, cut one. Maybe start with who you cut now. Well, all right, I'm gonna cut Jordan. I'm sorry. Uh, honestly, between those three. I think that's kind of an easy decision. Obviously, all three of them are great, but like Pagano and Norris are just the upper echelon of wiffle ball, like the history of wiffle ball. Uh, you know honestly, there's a lot of people that would probably not cut Jordan besides this oh, yeah. group here. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say they're stupid, but... <laughs> I, I'm taking Pagano as the starter. I think I think if you ask Jordan this question, I think you guys would be surprised at his answer. I think Jordan would cut himself. Yeah, because he's a humble kid. Mm-hmm. Not because he's a humble kid, because he's a knowledgeable kid. He knows he hasn't done nearly as much as those two have done in the sport. He could. It's he's not a talent to. But like, it's not a lifetime achievement award, though. Like, if you're playing a game, as, like you're coming to is this start cup bench like right now like right now okay I'm, yeah that's a good point is it right now or like is it right now like i got you in a game because that's different then i might say jordan yeah, right now it's right, right now, now. You're going oh out, it is right now you're going out to play tomorrow if it's right now if it's right now i'm probably taking jordan over i'm probably taking jordan if it's now right now okay yeah i i I'm also taking Jordan as a starter now. If we're talking about right if you're now. T- if you're talking right now, but you're talking yes, start right bench cut like just as a person, as a player, like all time, I'm definitely well, not taking Jordan alive when the other in 2005 when the other two kids <laughs> played. Or, yeah, so. to my point. To my right. point, more. No, it's not a lifetime achievement award. It's if you're going out there tomorrow, who you starting? Who you, who's coming off the bench and who you cutting? Oh, okay. All right, that's different then. Have your beauty man. All right, so I don't even I don't even know what you picked. Jordan's back on the team. He, he was thrown out. Now he's back. <laughs> no, he's for sure still cut. <laughs> what? He's cut. You just said he was starting. So who, I, are, the, who are the three again? Oh, Daddy. <laughs> I think I think it sounds like we're in agreement that Jordan is the starter. Is that correct? Yes. Who are the three again? Oh my God! I, you know what? You know who the three are going to be. Me, you, and Tui 
stays <laughs> top second, never on the show again. We're going to play that list. <laughs> Brigio's taking your spot. No, Jordan, no, no. Howard and Josh and Norris. Um, well, three, I should have done. I should have got Noter on here. Okay, but never yeah. mind. But, but Boomer, too, you have to understand. Those are two totally different questions. He's only asking the one, though. No, but yeah, like, it's if, just, if you're asking start bench cut like right now, then Jordan's number one. If you're asking start bench cut all time, then Jordan's last. That's the difference, and it, it's no. Well, well, what? Well, not all to right now. Like if you're going out to play tomorrow, I'm, if I misworded the question, I'm sorry. I but think yeah, no. I'm th- supposed to be like you're playing tomorrow. If I'm what playing tomorrow, I'm picking Jordan right now. If I'm playing all time in their prime, who are you cutting? If you're picking, okay, so you're picking Jordan. Who are you cutting? You're cutting. Who are you cutting? Josh or Kevin? I'm cutting Josh. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. To- <laughs> Bridge, you keeping the same, or are you you mixing it up now? No, I got to go with Jordan Kev for if we're yeah, playing tomorrow. If we're playing tomorrow, yeah. it's definitely Jordan Kev. Same with you, Tui? Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm on board. Wow. All right. Just can we reverse the question now? Can we react? Yeah, can we sure. Ask sure. Yeah, now? because I know you want to blast Jordan, so go ahead. I you don't want to blast it. Jordan, but, we're at, <laughs> but your original question was start bench cut, like actual player first player. Yeah. All right, do that. You can do that quick, and then we're doing one more of these, and then we're because we're coming close to the time, yeah. Nah, so just, just do the next one. It's already over with. It's over. <laughs> All right, Bridge, you're going to sit this one out because you're in this group. All right. Um, same thing. We're playing tomorrow, okay? Actually, shit, Habs, you're in this one too. <laughs> All right, everyone answer. Never mind. I forgot that you were in this one, Habs. <laughs> um, Bridge, Lopes, Habs. Bridge Lopes halves. Halves. Oh, halves is cut, dude. <laughs> halves is definitely cut immediately. I, I'm I'm not cutting. I'm not cutting you halves. <laughs> I, I'm cutting. I'm cutting myself in this position. Uh, let's do it two different ways. We'll do. We'll do. How about this? How about this? Ready? We're gonna do it two different. We'll ask this again two different ways. First, this will be if if you guys are all pitching, start relief cut, and then we'll do it as hitters. And you can't uh, cut the same no, guy. No, no, no. Overall. Overall. All right. <laughs> I just wanted you guys to pick the, cut because the Because no offense, no offense to Briggio and Lopes, but y'all are disrespecting the fuck out of me right now. Nah, you're cutting him. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Briggio, help me out here. You're being quiet. Bridge, who are you picking? Bridge is so silent right now. Bridge, oh. pick. Who, who do you got? Uh, and you I mean, can't I... cut yourself. How about that? You can't <laughs> cut yourself. I mean, I've played with Jeff for so long. I mean... I don't have it was only been for maybe less than a year now. Don't do that. Tell him, tell him, so he's he's expendable. Yeah, don't he's written his elbows Brent, almost gone, so <laughs> I mean, I think Hab's gotta go. You gotta find He's out. Department. I agree. He's he does get him out. Go. He does gotta go. That's awesome. <laughs> so who's the that starter is- then? Obviously, Bridge. Yeah, obviously me. <laughs> I, think so. I don't know, man. I feel you know we've been we've been giving Lopes some shit, saying he cuddles and stuff like that. But yeah, Lopes is, might be he might be on one soon. I don't know about that. Lopes is a good pitcher, man, and he looks great at the dish at you whiff. And I know you guys said the same for the rest of the season. I didn't say the same. 
I mean, I feel like Bridge kind of showed some weakness when he popped his shoulder out against Wolfaholics. Oh, yeah, when he I had could, a hit He could have showed, showed a little <laughs> bit more mental fortitude there. I agree. Yeah, like, check in for the team, you know? Yeah, I agree so, with you. I think it's enough to make it, but he's riding the bench. Yeah, I only pitched their games. So <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going Lopes, Habs, Bridge. Lopes, Habs. So, I, I would cut Lopes. I would start... Uh, I would stop bridge. I would stop bridge and then have Habs come in relief and throw a thousand for whatever he's got left. I'm starting Lopes. I got you, buddy. <laughs> Habs, you're still cut. <laughs> All right, final final question. I actually had a couple more, but we're we're at like 50 minutes right now, so we'll uh, we'll do one more and we'll save them. Hey, we're gonna do another one next week, right? So yeah. Um, you guys can kind of answer this any. Any way you want. I don't even really. I just. I'll just want to say the question. Um, two, you start. Let Habs think, because if we go to him first, God knows where he'll be. Uh, <laughs> if, if there was one one thing that you guys could have done differently so far in your wiffle ball career, um, what would it be? Like, if would you have, you know, I know you guys always are constantly kind of changing, not changing teams. Would you have? Change teams? Would you wish you had stayed with another team roster for a while? Um, Something you would have done differently, maybe a game, maybe something you did. I don't know. Yelled at someone during a game. I don't. I don't fucking know. Um, but just something that you would do differently if you could have it over. Kind of like maybe one regret you had in your career that you wish you could have back. I know you guys are young, but yeah. Out. Uh, if I could have things over, I think I would. I mean, this might sound stupid, but I'd want to grow up faster in terms of being a good like teammate and competitor because yep. I've like, I've always wanted to win so badly that like that kind of tends to overcome you when you're younger and you get so upset and angry when you lose that you like lose control or if you're losing and you get upset and you just kind of check out. I wish that I kind of learned how to lose and deal with that and move on with it so that you can win in the future. I feel like that kind of took me a while and to be fair, I, I started playing same as Bridge and probably Habs when I was 12. So obviously you're not an adult, but there was one thing I could change. Yeah, I wish I would have gotten over that a little quicker. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Bridge, what do you got? Oh, I mean, I haven't, haven't been playing for that long, but I mean, the most recent thing is not thrown out my shoulder. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> and only the biggest tournament of the year, but. Other than that, that would have helped us a little bit. Oh, you think? For sure. But so that's it. Just not don't throw your arm up. Yeah, don't do that. You can't pick that. Come on, gotta make him do something else. Boom. No. Is there anything? Have I mean? uh, Excuse me, Bridge. Is there anything? A game and a bat you wish you had back that you would have done something differently on? I don't know. Maybe you weren't prepared enough for something. You were pissed, and you took it into another about. Um, I don't know something. No, yeah, there's definitely been a few at bats where I could have done a lot more damage than I did, or like struck out walking with bases loaded or something like that. But I mean, anything along those lines, I would say. Okay, how do you want to go now, or you want to go last? I'll go last. Okay, so I'll give you two real quick. I'll give one recent for me and then one that uh, older. Um, it's kind of similar to what you said. I, I threw up my shoulder by thinking I was invincible 
um, and it would never go. Because um, believe it or not, I could probably throw almost as fast as all you guys at one point. And it's, you know, it was an unbelievable three-year stretch. And then it just kind of, once it goes, especially your shoulder, like your elbow, you can get Tommy John and probably come back stronger. But if you hurt your shoulder, you kind of you kind of fucked. Sorry, this is like three squares now, uh, Bridge, you can edit out. Um, but I wish I would have, and it, and it was my fault, like just knowing there were times where it was sore and I should have shut it down and kept going, pitching in the rain and the cold, um, just being a complete kind of selfish asshole. I wish, uh, I had done that differently earlier in my career for a long and just taken better care of myself in general. Um, so that's one. Um, and then more recently that New York tournament yard that me, Bridge and Lopes played in that late, he ditched us on, uh, fuck you, Pat. Um, I felt like I had, I was on like two hours of sleep. I had got in from Disney the night before and I felt like I had kind of a fucking shitty tired attitude. And I regret that because that we, me, us three could have made a better run than we did. So that bothers me. So those are two regrets that I have. Um, that I, can I really like, from. I really like the first one boomer. That's especially for, if there are any young kids listening to this, I know everyone raves about how cool it is, how fast guys throw a wiffle ball. It's really not that important. When you're not grown up yet, if you're not even throwing a curveball yet with a baseball, you should not be trying to throw with a ball as hard as you can. Use your nope. legs. Don't overbear your arm. I know I'm on Lopes' ass about this all the time, and he's great now because of it. Throwing fast is cool, but it, it's really not that important. No, it's not. And if you guys, to any kids listening or anyone listening, I don't care what your age is, if you start to feel a tweak in your shoulder, stop and live to pitch another day. I don't care what tournament it's at. Um, I can't tell you how many people have destroyed their arms because they just kept going. Um, stop, get out. I see Whitener do it all the time. I see he always hurts his elbow, comes out of a game, and stops for that day. I know there's times if he kept going, he probably would have done damage that he wouldn't even be throwing right now. So I don't care who you are, what you are, what the what money's on the line. I don't care how big your ego is. If you feel a tweak, elbow, arm, stop. <laughs> Stop, get out, fight another day. It's not it's not worth it if you want to play. Unless it's like your last game tournament ever, um, you know, be smart about it. Uh, Habs, your turn, man. You guys you need probably, the question again? You already, you, know question? My, <laughs> you already know my answer. I don't know your answer. I feel, like, I feel like you could have like four answers. Is it your arm? It's it's nothing. No regrets. Oh, my God. Oh, no regrets. <laughs> No Dude, why do you on the podcast? You get no regrets. <laughs> Have, I feel like, off, for Christ's sake. It's playing with Coster. My biggest regret in Wolf of Ball. <laughs> Should we play play the uh, Jeopardy theme uh, bridge when you play this one, this segment? <laughs> why, it, uh, we, why, we, why we wait for halves. <laughs> Should we ask you again next week? You want a week to think about it? <laughs> I want you to ask me the ask me the question. Can we ask you the question? Ask, ask me the, the question, question again, again right now, as if it's the first time I'm hearing it, and then I'm going to answer. Okay. It. What right. is one thing that you could have done differently thus far in your wiffle ball career? Nothing. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. I mean, all right, that's a wrap. Tui, do you have a Tui hot take before we get out of here? Because this is a perfect way to end it. I actually don't today, you know. It's, uh, okay. Happy holidays, everyone. Enjoy some time yeah, off. Yeah, happy new year. Um, Hopefully some good we'll things be- looking up for a wiffle ball. 
and we'll be back with uh, episode five in a in a week or two with some more. Hopefully, Gary's and hopefully, and hopefully, we've cut halves from this podcast by then. Yeah, let us know if Bridge needs to take (laughs) halves a spot. (laughs) All right, boys, have a good night. See you later, guys. 